When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. To Buckley, what a magnificent kick, wonderful to Buckley, who unloads from 55 metres The buck stops here. Brought to you by Latrobe Financial, trusted by Australians for more than 70 years. Whammy! Right, okay, no, I'm going to, there's so much to talk about with this week's games of football. The the four finals, I thought they all hit the mark. The, the um, scheduling was done really well. I'm going to start with uh, who I thought were one of the most impressive uh, performers of the weekend, and that was the GWS Giants. And I just thought they, they've handled this travel idea, this, this um, hit and run mentality. It's the 11th time, 11th venue they've won at this year. And I just, they've embraced all of their challenges. Um, and Ken, um, so Ken Kingsley, I know, <laughs> Adam Kingsley, Kent Kingsley, Kent Kingsley. There's one that you wouldn't think you'd go to, but Adam Kingsley was uh, was super impressed with his boys, and so he should be. It's a hard one to answer because I, I do have that inner belief right from the preseason that that we had a really strong group. We just didn't necessarily show it in the first ten rounds of the season, but we had signs. We just didn't, weren't doing it for long enough. So, yeah, as I said, the the, the group. I have tremendous belief in. I think when they play that style of footy, they're, they're really hard to beat. And um, and that's certain, certainly what we pride ourselves on. And they've been playing that style of football for a long time. So round 10, they're 3-7. and seven. That's a long time ago now. Mm. It's as long, you know, round 10 against the first week of finals, that that time that's, that's um, been covered is longer than at any season that we've seen before because of the extra round, because of the pre-finals bye. But the thing that's, that that struck me is they are quick. They are quick over the ground and speed kills. So, so Ash and Whitfield off the back. How much damage can they do, Bucks? Oh, look, I think that you're always – we always think – so we look at these games. Like Port GWS, you look at Melbourne Carlton, like can, top four sides are going to go out in straight sets. Mm. It happens occasionally, mm. but mm. not often. Mm. I think the Giants are a real show against Port because Port are banged up. But the last time Port played the Giants was only four or five weeks ago. They won by 10 goals. Yeah. But they, they went in without Daniels and Bedford, mm. who are really key parts of their makeup. And it actually, I think it actually helps the Giants because they know that, well, that was a mulligan. You know, and we didn't have our, our, best, um, our, our best choice and really important parts to our puzzle. But the, just the speed over the ground gets so Whitfield and Ash off the back, and you've still got Iden there, who's keeping uh, who's keeping Haynes out mm. of the best twenty-two, and he's and doing a great job. Kelly through the midfield was huge. Uh, Daniels and Bedford as those high forwards that get all the way up and all the way back. They put speed on the ball. They defend really well. They put speed on the ball, and so you've got Hogan, Riccardi, Green, Brown. They've got a mix of forwards that are getting the benefit of this this speed through the midfield. And they don't just do it to attack, they do it to defend. They actually made the ball really hard to move. They they control the midfield um, with their defence and they they actually comp- they compose themselves and conserves, conserve energy in their defence because it is so good. 
that gives them that chance to springboard when they get the ball in their hands. So that that balance is good, and and uh, Adam Kingsley should be believing of his group because they're demonstrating mm. it week in, week out. Love the fact that he took the risk with Taylor. I think we can be really conservative with injuries like that, but the, he looked really solid. I know King kicked three, but it uh, wasn't his best performance. Max King and Taylor will be better for the run. Novak Djokovic just took the first set of the US Open final 6-3. Dominant display up against Medvedev, who is standing so far back on return that Novak's changed <laughs> things up and he started to serve and volley. He's got all the answers and all the tricks. The greatest athlete any sport all time. That's my thoughts on that. What about Brisbane Bucks? It's not Kane's big call, like in the middle of buck stops. What's <laughs> Sorry, going on? Just anyway, mate. Your bucks no, no, all good. No, the second one Thanks, for me. <laughs> the second one for me that that stood out um, on Saturday night was Brisbane's bigs. I thought Hipwood and Danaher and McInerney in particular. I think they started exceptionally well and took Port to task really early. Um, but uh, it was interesting, Chris Fagan's comments after about the falling short, how that's actually taught Brisbane and prepared them for the moments ahead. The thing I love about this group, and I've, I've loved it from the day I started here, was that they embraced failure in a positive sort of a way. And um, I've, I've always felt we've been gradually getting better, and I sense this year that we've taken another little step. I don't know whether it's a big enough step for us to go the whole way, but we certainly better equipped to do that and to take the opportunity if it presents itself. So, yeah, that's the thing I'm most proud of in my time at the club is, is the boys' attitude towards failure. I think that's a great reflection. It's it's not common this time of year to be talking about your shortcomings or mm. what hasn't worked for you. But I think when you can embrace both sides of it and you can accept it with the same mentality, it's really powerful to be able to be grateful for the opportunity in front of you you get you loosen yourself up. You don't carry a lot of anxiety. So I think Brisbane are in great shape. It seemed to be in great shape. If their coach is speaking like that, well then, and they're performing the way that they that they can and did, then that's a really that's a that's a a great sign for Brisbane and Brisbane fans. And it's a it's a real you know, question for any side that they come up against. The other thing that stood out to me was the performance of their young players. Like Jasper Fletcher, like he, yeah, just, he jumped out of the he, box. He Aer- aerially, he ran hard. He saw key moments. He was able to take advantage of the times where the game opened up. He he opened the game up through his own efforts and endeavours at times. Wilmot just got better and better. And when, when um, Brisbane were headed, he became one of the most dominant players on the field in that last quarter and a half. And um, Caden Coleman, who – so the three young guys that they've introduced – they really stood up in, and to be able to do that in, you know, obviously Wilmot and Fletcher. Wilmot mm. played in the finals last year, but Fletcher in his first final and Coleman, who's who's become, he's become the architect from the back. So, and then you add that to, you know, we'll, we'll speak to Cam Rayner later this morning and his performance. He's he's made for made for finals, mm. as you said. He hasn't broken any posts yet, so I don't know if he can be <laughs> Lee Matthews. But. He just was just like. Looking at Port Adelaide players with disdain and saying, you want to tackle me? Good luck. Yeah. Like, I reckon he broke more tackles than any individual player this year. It was like Dustin Martin sort of stuff, and Port would be really disappointed with their performance physically. Um, so the thing out of that game is that that Neil, who has such a good record against Port Adelaide, was well held, and William yeah. Drew did an outstanding job. Three touches, like five yeah. minutes from the half time. Yeah, they still kick 13 goals from stoppage. Yeah. 13, which is just off the charts in sort of the numbers, and... Hugh McCluggage, I mean, what a what a player. What a player he's yeah. been for Brisbane for so long. What a consistent performer. 
nine clearances he had to go you, inside and do that when Neil was well held. Correct. And when you talk about you know f- forward um, connection, like, and you see a bloke like McCluggage Good get the ball, and he doesn't he doesn't finish that well when he gets yeah. his own chances at the sticks, but. If you find uh, half a metre inside forward 50 and you've got a little bit of space, he'll he'll kick it to your advantage and draw you into the usable rank space. Rank them, Bucks. Rank the teams and the likelihood of winning a premiership right now as it sits. With the one, the, the six yep. teams that are remaining. Yeah, well, well just, give, just give me the four. Well, I, I think we're, the most likely grand final is Collingwood-Brisbane, yeah. given that they're there. Um, I think that... I think GWS would probably be favoured. I would favour them into that Over game. I think yeah. I think the odds will have Port as favourites, but mm. I think that GWS, are, are, they're one of those teams that just look like they're on the tear. And I haven't had a bad day for three months, so mm. I think they'll be okay. Um, and I and I'm not so I'm not that concerned about Melbourne. Melbourne. I think Melbourne will be okay, and I'll get to that. All right. Well, let's get to the moments that some players would like to have back. Yeah, the third part for me is just bad kicking's bad footy, and and we saw. There were there was most three of the sides that lost on the weekend had more shots on goal in transition than their opposition, so stoppage became really key. But key moments, opportunities in front of goal, you need to take them, and it's the most important kick in the game is to be able to finish mm. when you get your opportunities, whether it's a snap or a set shot. Um, and bad kicking is bad footy. He's missed a couple tonight, Bailey Fritch. This. Is the biggest moment of the oh. game so far, and he nearly missed his boot. He shanked it wow. out on the full. Big moment for Todd Marshall. He's so important for them. He's hooked it badly to the left, lands in the pocket. So 20 metres out, virtually no angle, and he's missed it to the right. Well, you have to feel for Todd Marshall. Dane Swan's. A, I love reading his stuff. He's got tongue in cheek all the time. He's, <laughs> you love reading his stuff, oh, do you? It was so, it was so I feel good. dumber for reading his <laughs> oh, stuff. Are you serious? He just he just comes at it from left field. But um, when the when the Carlton Swans game was playing, I think he said, um, oh, "I can't wait to see who Collingwood are playing in the expected score semi final <laughs> this week." <laughs> like because apparently Melbourne would have won on expected score, but. Like in, in in the end, it is a reality. If you've like to get sixty nine inside fifties, not finish off. Bailey Fritch is one of the better finishers, mm. you know, either in general play or or set shots. But he he was a little off, a little. I think Cosy Cosy had two snaps, one in the third and one in the last, right at the death that he would normally gobble up. Mm-hmm. Now, one of them was under not great pressure; it was perceived pressure, and the other was under a little. But he's been able to finish at at, at other times, so. I don't think Melbourne would be that worried, and I'll get to that, but I don't think they'll be that worried because I think they just had one of those games where they just weren't able to, to finish, and it, I'm not overly concerned about they it. They still need to address what is going on with the forward line and their entries and how predictable and how slow and how high that ball is going inside. Yeah, Col- we're going to give Collingwood some credit. They yeah. got back in number. But the other one is, is obviously Marshall, Todd Marshall, who's one of the better shots at goal across the competition this year, and 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 just couldn't meet the moment. Now that's it's a it's a challenge. It's going to be a challenge for him coming up again. But he, I, th- I think he'll, I think he's got um, he's got the right medal. But yeah, it it has a significant impact in the in the momentum of the group, the flow of the group, the belief of the group. When you've done work, you want to finish. There's always a little bit of anxiety around a final. You want to jump in and you want to take advantage of your chances. And if you don't take them, there can be a concern that they're not going to come around again because yep. this the finals are marginal. So being able to finish is, is crucial. All right, tell us about the D's. Yeah, I think I think the D's will be okay. Their midfield's up and going. 
you know, for them to be able to have 46 inside 50s to 22, they got jumped by Collingwood and that was the margin in the game. But I heard Simon Goodwin talk after the game and the, his words were around glass half full and I think he's got every reason to believe in his group. Oh, there's a lot of optimism. You know, as I said, we played the right way for a big part of that game and um, to dominate territory, to dominate, uh, dominate inside 50, you know, to win the contest by 15 by the end of the game, that's a pretty big turnaround in a game of footy. And that gives us a lot of heart because that is what stands up in finals footy, but you've got to do it for the whole time. And uh, in the first quarter, we, we weren't able to do that. So, um, you know, we've got to do it for four quarters. Yeah, and, and they, did, they did it for three. They did it for yeah. three, and I thought you're talking about sort of Melbourne's entries, and and I we can, I know you can get flat on Melbourne, but I think that I look at I had a look at the the second half in particular, and and I and there was so it was thirty six inside fifties in that second half. I thought that Collingwood defended exceptionally well. They they committed extra numbers to behind the ball at stoppage in particular. They there was nearly like they were flooding at times and then they were happy to play their run and gun game going mm. back the other way. Mm. It nearly it nearly cost them because Melbourne got so dominant through the midfield and forced the ball forward so often. And but but you've got to say the tactic worked. And and, and Craig McRae said after he said, look, yeah, the only number that matters to us is the the scoreboard at the end, and yeah, you, know, you can look at inside fifties, you can look mm. at contested ball. That those numbers don't matter. We we're able to get the job done, and I agree with with Craig in that regard. But I'm also not dis, discouraged if I'm Simon Goodwin in terms of their forward setup. Yeah, what with do you Van, do with now, Van I, I just think you put in the most competitive medium sized player that you can find. Not Grundy. I don't think you. I don't think you do. I, I don't think that's the answer. I think Smith. Now that they may well go the other way, but I think Gorn's been going exceptionally well. I think Petrarca and Oliver through the midfield have been great. Uh, James Jordan hasn't been; I mean, he's a, he's probably the next big body player that has to has to come in for potentially for Brayshaw, for Van Roy, and I I just think you just need the next competitor. And and I'm, I'll Who's? go I'll go to Carlton last here, oh. and and when I go to Carlton, it'll be about they just pick their best competitors, their best. Ball winners, They're the guys that prepared to put second and third efforts in, I think that's the type of player that Melbourne need to look for again as their 22nd player to take into mm. to I think they'd be the concerned half. about McDonald as well. His lateral movement, his movement in general, didn't look to be at the level that's required for a final. So can Grundy give you what he gave you, but also have the flexibility to go in the ruck? So if you want to use Gorn in the forward half or as a target – inside forward 50 when you don't have a winner, I think that would be some nice flexibility to have. All you need to do is answer what happens when McDonald's in the ruck for that 10%. That's all you need to answer. Yeah, but not if got, he's not got competing Smith. forward as well, McDonald. Oh, he just becomes a structure player. Okay. He just becomes well, – Grundy a, can't be that structure player but a better ruck. He player. hasn't proven to be. Mm. And, he, and, he, and unless, as you said – They've just, they've already gone down this path. They've already decided it. Now that now when Petty got injured, Grundy came back for one. Grundy played for a half. Smith played for a half as a forward, and then they then they went away from it. Mm. So I think that's not. I don't think that's the answer. I think Simon Goodwin and the and the the uh, the, um, the Melbourne Match Committee have already decided that that's not the answer. All right, we are nearly through the buck stops here. Just hold fire on the Blues. We're going to get yep. to them shortly. So Blues fans. 
The lid is off. Bucks is going to give Absolutely. us his thoughts on that. We're doing it all thanks to Melbourne Airport Parking. Nothing beats Melbourne Airport's terminal parking. Book online and for Brandt. Best on ground for John Deere equipment. We're in the Kogan Money credit card studio. A great value card packed with rewards and no annual fee. The buck stops here. Continues after this. Kane and Bucks. Can't stop it. Oh no! Well, that was the Blues Radio. Andy Marr, Mark McClure, and the Dominator taking you through the bias call on the SEN app. SEN Fanatic was magnificent. Congratulations to those guys who got the result that they deserved. The buck stops here. Thanks to Latrobe Financial, trusted by Australians. You're shaking your head. I'm here for all of that. Yeah, you love it? How good? How good is that? You need to get on Port Radio this weekend. <laughs> we need something. Well, if it gives you a chance to win. Well, uh, it doesn't. I'll put my hand up. It, well, yeah, correct. Yeah, any way that you who can else, Who else could I be with? <sighs> Treaders. <laughs> I think Treaders, want, not, Treaders wants them to want lose, to though. That's yeah, the they problem. Would not He's barracking from... against them. No, look, I, that was, that, I'm, I'm there for that vision and the, way, the fact that they didn't drop the F-bomb at any stage was amazing because Andy – Used every other word that he possibly could, but if it's like it's like they were in the outer barracking, mm. and I reckon if they were in the outer barracking, the language changes a little bit. So he's, he he did very well to hold it in. But for me, like if you're a Carlton fan, obviously you're wrapped. You've won a final. You've seen you've seen um, Paddy Cripps. You've seen Charlie Kerno. You've seen all of these boys that are playing their first final after a significant time out of the finals. And you've and you've beaten um, a side last year who went all the way to the grand final. I don't think Sydney were great. I think the, the, the McCartan did the job on Charlie Curnow. Harry Mackay didn't have much to do. Uh, Mills and Cripps was pretty much even. Mm. But I just thought that Carlton's bottom six, mm-hmm. and we, t- we talk about, you hear this spoken about quite a bit, their bottom six Enormous. were huge. I, I, I think... Brody Kemp's a really good player, did his role really well. I think Chincotta is a player who just wins his one-on-ones. He only nine touches, mm. but he just doesn't – it's just hard to beat. What about Cottrell? Cottrell, 17 touches. He, like, he had two goals and 13 touches in the first half. He's probably the most impactful player on the ground. At that stage, Walsh and Cherrod had 16 touches each, and they were great, both mm. of those players. But like, Akers – was not going to play this game two weeks ago with his collarbone and ended up being significant. I wouldn't put him in your bottom six, but Cunningham and Fogarty, yeah, they just had, they've just, they left Fisher out, who'd been getting 30 touches mm. a game off halfback. They left Hollands out, who's a younger player, to bring Doherty in to play on the wing. Motlop played as the sub and Paddy Dow, who's who's played a really important role and I reckon would feel more a part of this journey than he did 12 weeks ago. The the coaching the coaching staff at Carlton decided that we want the biggest strongest and they went with that extra with with Pitnet with an extra ruckman so we want the biggest strongest twenty two that we can possibly find a team that we know is going to stand up in the contest a team that we know is going to is going to go for second and third and fourth efforts mm. 
and every individual is going to give and empty every everything of themselves. There's not going to be any half efforts. There's not going to be any like arms in. It's going to be head over the ball. And I think that that was the primary reason that they were able to get the job done. And it's a reason why they'll give themselves a chance against any opposition. Yeah, it's a good matchup. They they won in round 22, I think it was, against this side with some key players out as well. Just on the selection, there was two selection calls uh, for different games that um, were much debated on, on Thursday and Wednesday when those teams were announced. The first one was Cox and uh, playing with Cameron and Collingwood and leaving Noble out. Correct, yeah. correct decision to make, I think. In the end, and they're justified by doing I, I don't that. Think I, don't, I don't think they're um, related at all, though. No, I know. Double Ruckman and, and, a, and a running defender are not related. But Cox wasn't in the side four or five weeks ago. So to, mm. to, to back him in and to go with him at this stage of the year and to do the tag teaming job on Gorn. Gorn was enormous, but I thought that was the right call. And to leave Noble out in the end, was justified with, with the makeup of that side. You Maybe the way you're looking at me, you No, disagree. no, no. No, yeah, well, they, well, they won a game. They won the game of footy, but I don't think that was – I don't think it was going to win them or lose them the game. So maybe that's the right call then. If, you ta- if you're if taking a player out who is ne- who's not going to change the When you talk about the dynamic contest of the game. and winning contest and picking players who are incredibly competitive and – I think that was the right – if there's well, one think, knock on Noble, it would be his one-on-one work. And in a final, to leave him out was justified with the team that they picked. It had to be. Hoskin Elliott was huge. He would have been in the mix to, to lose his spot as well. Oh, no, Markov was the one that, it, that has come from the clouds. Because yeah. Hoskin Elliott, is, is, he play half forward. He can play half back. He, play, he plays as the third winger. Markov was the one that kept his spot mm. in front of John Noble. The knock on Markov at times is that he hasn't put his body on the line when it's been necessary. Um, and you might say, like, John Noble was a small player, but he, but his ground ball stuff is really strong. He will keep his head over it. But Markov twice in the last quarter went back. Once he went back with a flight and another time he went back and took a, t- a chess mark. Twice where he, where he had a choice of whether he was going to go mm. or not go. And he and he went hard and he had key moments where he really stood up. So that would have been validating f- for him and for the selection group um, because he stood up in those moments, and which which I think is growth from, from what we've seen of him. And he's, you know, you are, you've got strengths and then we've got things that you're not so, not as good at. Now, Markov, open field runner, hard runner in the contest, Maybe a six or a seven out of ten, but he had eight, nine out of ten efforts in when the game was at its fiercest. So great effort. And the other one was the Blues picking the, the two Ruckman and, and going tall, and obviously that helped with Mackay going off. So you had that cover, but those selection decisions were justified.